Hello and welcome to The Pulse, MVC's podcast to encourage and equip you for your journey of faith and to keep you in the loop on what's going on around the church. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 229 of The Pulse. This is our second to last episode, and I am so glad to be sitting down with Sarah Goodale. Pastor Sarah Goodale. Yeah, yeah. Second to last episode. Pastor David Miles. We've come a long way (laughs) over the course of the last five years. It's been a fun journey. I'm excited about today, kind of what we're going to be talking about. We are now into the season of Lent. Yes. Yesterday kicked it off. We kind of communicated a bit about this in the MVC Connect. We talked about the fact that Lent is a season to kind of prepare our hearts, to get us focused on on Christ's death and resurrection. It's an opportunity for us to really reflect on our need and our reliance upon Christ. And oftentimes during the season of Lent, we give something up, right? Yeah. Sometimes somebody might give up peppermint mochas. Oh. You just finished oh, that. I know. That would be so sad. To the core. That, that may not be your thing, right? <laughs> but we give something up oftentimes. There's a fast of some sort. We give something up during Lent. This year we're saying we not only want people to give something up, but to give something out. Meaning we want Lent to be a season where we can reflect on our need for Christ, but we can also show Christ's love to others. So, for example, if, if you were to give up peppermint mochas, it might be, I'm going to give up peppermint mochas, but I'm going to take somebody out to coffee once a week. And that time is a time where I can invest in them, I can love them, I can demonstrate Christ's love to them. Um, So if it's not that, it might be something else. It might be giving up your favorite TV show. So you're not going to binge whatever on Netflix. Instead of that, I'm going to take that time and I'm going to write some handwritten notes to somebody Mm, to encourage them. So many different options, but we want this to be a time where we're not just giving something up, but we are giving out to those around us to demonstrate God's love. We kicked off Lent last night with Ash Wednesday. Youth had a great service. Do you want to fill everybody in on what that looked like? Yeah, um, it was pretty amazing. So um, in the past, we've done kind of these church-wide Ash Wednesday services, but the youth take over the building completely on Wednesdays. And so for the last couple of years, they've kind of done um, a pared-down version of that. It's actually not so pared-down, but it's definitely directed completely towards the youth. So all of the stations are... Um, geared toward reflecting on um, things that would really touch um, a youth person's heart of where they're at and things that they're struggling with. And it was just a really, really powerful evening. We had, um, I think, eight stations. Wow. That's great. And um, a time of worship that um, Michelle, our um, assistant youth director, led. Oh, my goodness. She has the most amazing She brings voice. it. Oh, she brings it. I mean, we you and for those of you who have seen her on Sunday, she has a fantastic voice. But for her to be just solo and going for it. Yeah. Oh, it was just a fantastic time of worship and reflection. And uh, Joe Fennessy was back as a as a guest speaker at the youth since he's um, he's he's not youth director anymore. Last yeah, Sunday it was, was his last Sunday, Sunday but he's still um, volunteering with the youth. And so um, he spoke at Ash Wednesday, and that was fantastic. And then um, the the kids were released to the youth were released to stations. And it was just so fantastic to see them be so excited and interactive. Um, myself and um, Bob Porter and um, Michael Hansen um, all had foot washing stations. Oh, wow. So, um, and they had um, like sectioned them off. So it's like, and you know, for the youth, everything's dark. There was sure. lots of um, black lit stuff and... 
Um, but uh, doing foot washing, um, having the kids talk about what kind of what what can they offer up in the season, kind of along the lines of what we're talking yeah. about of not giving up, but what can they offer up? And yeah. so talking with having kids come to the foot washing station and ask, having them have this time of reflection and then coming and asking them what giftings, our talents, our things could they offer up to the Lord in this season? And to have kids share, um, feeling like they're just sharing these like meager things, they would say these things like, well, you know, I like hanging out with my friends. Like, is that something? Mm. And to be able to talk with them and say, yes, that's a gifting. That's a gifting that um, people want to spend time with you, that they're drawn to you. Like, that's a gifting and that can be used for the Lord and to see them light up. I'm going to get a little next gen on you. Do it. Go there. But parents and grandparents, one of the most beautiful things that you could be doing in developing um, your children and passing on the faith is helping them to recognize what those giftings are in their lives, what things are unique about them um, that you see God growing in them. So often, especially in those tumultuous, tumultuous teenage years, we have a hard time recognizing those giftings in ourselves. We tend to focus on the negative things or the ways that we're failing or aren't as good as other people. Sometimes a parent or a grandparent or an aunt or uncle being able to speak into a young adult's life and say, you know, I see that you are able to teach people things in a way that it's easy for them to understand and that they don't feel judged by you, they feel cared for by you. And to say, that's a gift. I mean, the way that these teenagers' faces lit up as they're sitting there very vulnerable with their stinky feet, shoes off. That's super, and, a super vulnerable sort yeah, of position. Yeah, totally. There. And to be offering up these things and then to be responded back with, that is a huge yeah. gift. So um, parents and grandparents and um, aunts, uncles, um, during this time of Lent in particular, that's another way that you could be giving back with your own children or grandchildren, but also with just people around you. Um, The world is so hungry to hear the ways um, that they are uniquely gifted. And so just to be looking for those things can be such a huge moment. And that was a big reminder last night. We had some cool lament stations um that um it talked about that there's a time for you know in ash wednesday part of ash wednesday is you know um there's a lament element where you're kind of confessing you're can you aren't kind of you are confessing your sins um to the lord and um admitting your need your desperate need for him they had a station that had all these clocks and that there is a time for lament and to have the youth go up and write down um kind of the tough things that they've struggled with in this and they are tough to read this has been a crazy challenging season for students oh my goodness and for so many um writing down um war they're Mm. very confused about the for for um for our youth right now they've been through all of this and then to see that someone would take advantage of a situation like that is very disheartening so don't shy away also parents grandparents aunts uncles from having those tough conversations on um, why these things happen and what we can do. Cammie posted a great article um, in the Kid Venture page um, for uh, for younger children on how to discuss these things because they yeah. are confused. Well, let's be honest. They're confusing for adults. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so for a kid that might walk into the room when the news is on and they see all this stuff transpiring, that's really confusing. You know, so much less life experience and perspective to understand these things that... Those conversations are so, so vital. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Don't shy away from it. And you don't have to have all of the answers. It's okay to say that you don't understand either. And can we just stop and pray about this together? 
Um, those are moments um, that are going to be lasting that stay with someone into adulthood so that they know that no matter what they're feeling or the confusion that they're feeling, they can always go to the one that knows all. Yeah. I love the fact that, and this, this really is at the heart of how we do children's ministry and youth ministry, this orange concept, mm-hmm. this red and yellow, the church and the family coming together to partner. Amen. To partner together, right? I mean, they're getting these conversations on Wednesday night. They're coming and they're experiencing a very tangible, very sensory sort of way with these stations, these these topics, these conversations. They're having people speak truth and encouragement into their lives. And hopefully through things like this podcast, the resources that Cammie's putting out there, the things that you've put out there, you, parents, grandparents that might be listening, you are better equipped to have some of these conversations as well we can do these things together because at the end of the day, you know, I know that parents, family members, they're those most significant spiritual influences in a child's life. And yet it can feel so, you can feel so isolated. So out there, like, I don't know how to go about this. I don't know how to have these conversations. And so hopefully you're encouraged by the fact that some of them are taking place on site here, but also you recognize the resources that are available to you. Um, any, if you were to just kind of sum up the evening with one highlight, what was kind of the highlight for you? Oh, the highlight for me, I mean, I have been on staff here for eight years. And so I have seen kids grow up, um, um, Gideon Seeloff. Hmm. Um, so we invited families of youth to come so that they could see it or participate if they would like. Um, so the Seelofs all came, and I've known Gideon since he was, you know, little, little, little. And so to be doing um, a station with him and have him come and ask me to wash his feet mm. and um, have him share um, the things that he feels good at, but then me being able to say, these are the things that I see in you because I yeah. have seen him grow up. You know, several of the kids, I've, I've known them since they were little. I've seen them go all the way through elementary school. Now they're um, in middle school or high school even. And so I've able to see like those giftings that I saw in elementary and how they're blossoming um, yeah. as they go into middle school and high school. So being able to say those things um, back to him of how I see God using the giftings he's ha- he has and to see his like timid face turn into like this very big smile. Um, I, I mean, I totally lost it. I mean, I put my head down. I don't want to be like, but I was like, put my hands on his feet and started praying for him. And I'm like crying. <laughs> so for me, it was just like, you know, we have these moments in, um, in ministry where um, oftentimes we don't get to see the impact that we have. People move, families mm-hmm. go to other places. We don't get to see, but um, this is one of the kids that I've been able to see since he was little into um into being in, you know, later elementary and coming um, to this event. And um, so it was just kind of one of those moments where you actually get to see um, the impact that the entire church community has made on this family, on this child. And um, to be able to be an encouragement to him in that moment was just, that was, that was such a blessing. So I love that long-term investment and what you're saying really hits home because Ella's going to be in middle school next year. (laughs) So when, when we started here, Monica was pregnant with Ella. So her entire life, Emerson's entire life, they've been here. So people like you, people like Cammie, some of the volunteers that have been in children's ministry for years and years and years. I love the fact that there is, there has been that consistency and that ongoing continuity with leaders who have been able to watch them grow and speak into their lives and the idea of them coming to an Ash Wednesday service, Ella next year coming to an Ash Wednesday service to be a part of that. I can't wait. And then people like you, people like Cammie, you know, people who've been a part of our youth ministry that have watched and, and seen just on a very personal level, my kids grow up. I think that's so vital, so, so important. So 
I guess that's also a plug. You know, if you're looking for a place to serve and you're looking for that long-term impact, Next Gen Ministry is is a great place to do that because you watch these kids really develop into just these amazing people. And they're in such a phase of discovery, and you get to watch that. And it is really inspiring for your own faith journey because it takes you back to those moments of remembering the first time that someone said, like, you would be a good leader, or gosh, you're really good at caring for others. Like those moments where, I mean, we all have them, where we feel like somebody helped us realize something about ourselves or when we learn something new about the character of God for the very first time and things just like click together, you're getting to see those things happen when you serve in children's ministry or youth ministry. It's amazing. I'm going to plug an event coming up. We have our communion class coming up here in March. Oh yeah. And I'm going to plug this because that I've seen that happen in, in Ella's life. She went to the class a few years ago first Sunday of the month, which is coming up here. It's going to be your first Sunday of ministering communion. Yeah, that is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But Ella went to the class. She learned about communion and she has expressed how much she really loves and enjoys coming to participate in communion on Sunday morning. So if your child third grade and up would like to be a part of that, that's coming up here in March. You can register online for that. Um, It was a great evening. It was, it was fantastic. I'm super excited for Lent. We're going to be doing some videos on Monday mornings, mm-hmm. 10 o'clock. It's going to be kind of like our Good Morning NBC videos that we did at the beginning of the COVID shutdown and all of that. So a little bit of a throwback to that for each week during Lent. So if you'd like to watch that, that will be on Facebook again, 10 a.m. on Monday mornings. Just hopefully a little encouragement for you, a little devotional thought. Um, so be on the lookout for those. Sarah, thank you so much for taking this time. Second to last. I know. I can't believe you asked me to be on the second to last one. To be honest, I don't know what we're going to do next week. (laughs) Got to figure that out. Um, But this has been a lot of fun. I've always appreciated the conversations that we've had on here. And I appreciate your ministry and investment in Next Gen, your role as care pastor and all that you do here. You certainly make a big difference. And there will be more conversations for us to have down the road. As I've said, we're going to do some sort of video conversations at some point. Don't know exactly when that's going to kick off, but things will be refreshed and in a different format, but in some ways very similar to what we do here. So It's exciting. It is. I want to thank all of you for listening to The Pulse. Hopefully this has been an encouraging uh, conversation for you. We do hope that during the season of Lent, you will both give up, but also give out to those around you, demonstrating God's love and that you may be reminded of your need for God's love and grace. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.